Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter show from Florida, we've reached the end of season number six, and it's been another hectic week too. Yep, I've had trouble with labour and stolen crops. Me farmhands have been a drag, the stuffers have been stuffing, and me ancient mother's keeping book. Yep, and I'm still here. Yep, it's like living on the edge of a roulette wheel. Well, just about anyway. <laughs> I never know what number's coming up first for sure, or which hole I'm going to drop into first. Add to that, right now everyone wants to meet me it seems, but just so you know, I'm not in. <laughs> Either way. You're just going to love me always perpendicularly packed show. More so when we take a look at those crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. <laughs> Here at Two Medicine Farm, what's now loosely referred to as Ned Nuts, Florida Island, me mother old Nan has become a fully-fledged bookie whilst I've still got that borrowed RV hooked up to me farmhouse with Ding Dang and the con man relative Skip Natter living inside too, yep. Add to that the wife Elsie and the best buddy beyond it. That's beyond it Brandisha Washington or BBW to her friends. We've been getting stacks of food donations from our eager farm visitors, yep. They could open a grocery store, yep. Well, that's providing they don't eat a lot before they get a single customer through the door, that is. <laughs> this week, the microwave's been quieter than usual. Yep, a very rare thing around here, I can tell you. See the food-obsessed twosome have been out to supper every day this week with skinny old Frank, the stuffer fan. <laughs> He's the guy beyond it managed to unearth at that cougar dating website last week. Yeah, even though her description is still pure fiction, the worst kind too. Beyond it, invited her most recent unfortunate entrapment. Yep, a man who is prepared to feed her is a friend indeed. (laughs) So it's been a tour of just about every all-you-can-eat buffet in a 100-mile radius. Yep, although her latest victim, Frank, is as slim as a pencil. Yep, the absolute opposite of Beyond it in every way. He's an outright stuffer fan. Yep, he longs to feed up women who don't really need feeding in the first place. (laughs) And that gives him some kind of pleasure. Well, he did it all right with Beyond It, and you just couldn't resist having Elsie, the wife, tag along for more of the aforementioned pleasure. (laughs) So it's been a threesome at the buffet all week. Well, I suppose it's what you call a nasty thought, but apparently all they do is eat. Well, to be precise, they do. Frank just sips coke and watches on. Well, he pays the bill and drives him, of course. You know, it's like ordering a taxi and going out to eat. Only the driver picks up the tab. (laughs) Trouble is, they can only visit each place once. Well, you see, the owners never want to see Elsie or Beyond It ever again. 
after just a single evening's chow down. <laughs> On the other hand, the upside of their absence is that I've been having these wonderfully quiet evenings here at the farmhouse. I've even moved me mother old nan into another room so I don't get to hear so much of her endless drunken snoring. That's that, every night the stuffers seem to arrive later. Yep, the hefty pair show up after midnight with the seemingly highly satisfied Frank in tow. <laughs> He's in stuffer heaven, of course, yep. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Well, they're well and truly stuffed every time. Add to that, Frank has stayed here every night this week too, on the floor at their feet, like a footrest. Mm. He never looks as if he even eats a crumb at the old buffet, but mind you, there's still plenty of them on the floor in front of the sofa. Well, if he wants to compete with the roach invasion, that is. Oh dear. <laughs> but leave me regular farmhouse trials and tribulations, I've still got that ongoing dilemma, which has been getting, on a daily basis, closer to an outright disaster. All caused by that surge of conspiracy theorists descending on me poor little Florida farm. It's the centre of a real-life conspiracy too. The Cabbage Circle cover-up at Two Medicine Farm. What's worse is me, me con-man relative, Skip, has been charging folks not only mission fees, but, you know, he's been uh, selling phony souvenirs too. But this week, I plan to put a swift end to those conspiracies and harvested all my greens. Yep, the reason for growing them in the first place. The downside was another homespun conspiracy, yep me delinquent, uncooperative farmhands. Skipnat has decided he no longer needs to work for me. And Ding Dang's getting a bonus from Skip and don't want to work either. Well, away from acting stupid, that is. <laughs> he really excels in that department too, you know. Mm. I gave him the option though. Yep, I showed him the farm gate and he decided to harvest rather than lose his regular income. <laughs> As for that, we got a handful of his relatives on the task too. So within two days, I had a blank rectangle rather than a suspicious circle. Of course, I'd hoped that was the end of Skip's little profit centre and any sign of the dreaded circle, but no, the story got more far-fetched than ever. Now we haven't got a cover-up, we've got a field that was emptied overnight by aliens looking to top up on their version of a tan. Oh dear, well... The greens are gone, and according to me, felonious family member, they return to steal the greens for that all-important green stuff, which he reckons is not available anywhere else in the universe. <laughs> so now we've got a new set of ideas here on the farm, and I don't know where to start. The inquisitive folks are still showing up in droves, and I'm the only one that seems to be out of pocket right now. <laughs> Whilst on the subject of complete disasters, there were no newcomers to me farm artists retreat this week. Yeah, last time a pair of senior artists showed, that was Betty and Ben. Mm. Betty is, according to herself, 75 years young. Oh dear, she's working on the old watercolours again. Whilst her husband, Ben's private fetish, has got him into hot water. Yeah, he specialised mostly in body painting. He's been accosting the farm visitors, well, the women anyway. And a few days ago, he got a unique opportunity to body paint in the local jail. <laughs> yep, I knew he was trouble from the start, only this time he went too far, not with the paint, 
but with his wandering hands here, Betty bailed him out yesterday. <laughs> Add to that our 58-year-old DJ, Jazzy Scratchy Eric. Yeah, he's been setting up his van in the middle of the now rectangular conspiracy. Yep, Skip's got him playing what he calls alien music. That's right, house music. <laughs> it's like a mini Ibiza out there, yep. One thing's for sure, it'll prevent the return of any strange visitors, human or alien, for sure. It seems to have, like, no beginning, never ends, like a musical conveyor belt. <laughs> As I mentioned before, it's less of an art retreat anyway and more of a rehab round here. The camper artist retreat manager Quinton's lost interest in getting more artists on the retreat recently. He spends most of his day arguing with his happy-go-lucky guitar lacking partner coagulate. We'll put it this way, they start in the morning with Rush's cockerel and end with the sunset. Oh dear. <laughs> Add to that our old couple from New Jersey, Serena and Sebastian, have wrapped themselves in black fabric to make an artist statement and call it art. The downside, they can't see where they're going. Whilst the mystics, Sybil and Rune, who were still dabbling a bit of that modern-day occult and sorcery, had disappeared overnight, and of course, me corrupt relative Skip now was cashing in by spreading abduction rumours. Um, but they returned a few days ago. Yeah, apparently they'd headed to a special mystic and clairvoyance convention in Minnesota. It's a mouthful, isn't it? But uh, they couldn't find it. <laughs> So they had to return to Florida. Yeah, that's a big oh dear all round, isn't it? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the troubles of the art world, I read this really interesting article a few days ago about older adults who nap a lot. Well, apparently it could be a warning sign of dementia. Oh dear, well... About one hour a day of napping could be a sign you're headed for cognitive decline. Mm, the scientists are recommending you take short naps, and before the middle of the afternoon anyway. Oh, well, for me, if I don't nap, I'm more likely to get dementia. Yeah, around here, I'm likely to get more than cognitive decline too. Just a complete lack of sleep, and that's even more risky. Add to that, me naps range from, well, let's just say 30 seconds to 15 minutes. Yep, that's how long it takes before someone disturbs me. <laughs> that, of course, brings me, well, I'll say rapidly, to the world's greatest nappers. Yeah, naturally or even unnaturally, that's me almost antique 95-year-old mother Nan. Yeah, you know, she can usually nap and deal a crooked and a poker simultaneously. <laughs> yep. Also, I reckon she can nap with one eye open, just like me farm dog, young Clay. <laughs> On the other hand, Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep, she's my loyal brother and black sheep in the family, also not his wife, and Abby Hill's sex with his highness, now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. <laughs> now she's a great catnapper. Usually, it's five to ten minutes with her, Probably because she likes to keep a close eye on old Nan. Either way, she's joined me mother, the bookie outdoors, for the daily fleecing. <laughs> yep, the visitors are like lambs to the slaughter around here. The poker table has been busier than ever. 
And you thought Skip's conspiracy was bad, eh? Yeah. Old Nan and Chico are the mistresses of conspiracy, too. Well, perhaps deception would be a more accurate description, eh? <laughs> Although I have to say, one of our visitors did get the better of Nan this week. Yep, he gave her some bubblegum. <laughs> you know, one of them big red balls you get out of the machine for a quarter. Yep. Nan assumed it was regular candy, though. Oh dear, it wasn't a pretty sight. <laughs> Her sitting at the poker table between games. Well, that's not a pretty sight anyway, but I'm talking about her teeth. Yep, on the table in front of her while she tried to hook out all of that sticky pink gum with a toothpick. A nasty sight indeed. <laughs> but you know, it's easier if you remove them for the job, of course. All I can say, it's a good job. She really smiles. That's right. There's bubble gum, and then there's her gums. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre family, I'm still having those really weird dreams. Yep, they return with a vengeance like never before. Added to that, the weirdest ones always seem to arrive when I have a nice nap. Yeah, never in bed. This time, though, I'd settle down in the living room again. Yeah, Elsie and beyond it had gone out on their stuff-a-date with skinny old Frank. The old crow nan was in earshot, but muffled in the next room. The snores sounded like traffic flow, continuous and slow, but in the background for a change. Of course, I dozed off pretty quickly, you know. It was the day we'd harvested the final crop and I was pretty tired. You know, organising Ding Dang and company is a painful experience. Getting the greens is only 10% of the effort. <laughs> anyway, I walked into the barn and studied the piles of freshly harvested greens. Yeah. They were already sold out of the field and due to be picked up in the morning. Unfortunately, though, me brain must have still been riddled with me corrupt relative Skip Naz lies. Well... I turned to look at me lovely crop of collards, kale and cabbages. Something began to happen to them though. Oh no, these ugly, strange creatures were devouring the lot. Not like anything I'd ever seen before. Well, not human anyway. Yeah, actually they looked like creatures from a 1950s B-movie. Yep, I was immediately looking out for me mother-in-law. Yep, she's strange, ugly and ravenous. But on the other hand, she's not green. Oh no, a kind of dirty brown colour actually. Yep, old swamp's worn off over the years. (laughs) Then the worst of the bunch walked towards me with its mottled green skin and greener teeth. Yep, loads of them dripping with cabbage juice. Close up, it was more ugly than I first thought, you know, much bigger too. It just stared at me and started to shout, I'm stuffed, and again, I'm stuffed. Then I began to stir a bit, see, and it, it spoke again. I'm stuffed, and you're not listening to me, Ned. Of course, I woke up suddenly to see... The wife. Right in front of me. Yep, in that nasty green dress she bought last year at Lonnie's yard sale. (laughs) Well, you know, he can't be blamed. You'd have to be blind to actually like it. (laughs) Yep, the boiler was back from the thorough stuffing at the Buffy trough. Yep, yep, so much for me nap. Oh, dear. (laughs) 
This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, and still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy fireman Ding Dang took a break from working with Skipnatter to fleece the visitors and fleece me for overtime wages instead. See, so he went out this week to buy a new truck. Well, let me be honest, for him, it's at least 15 years old with a quarter of a million miles on the clock. <laughs> oh dear. Well, he returned with his latest version of a four-wheel dumpster yesterday. It's about as quiet as a freight train, yeah. And the paint is in need of help too. Only one door opens and the engine smokes a bit. But Ding Dang was delighted. Yeah, the dealer put in a new sound system for him. <laughs> oh dear, you won't be able to hear it over the noisy exhaust. <laughs> but despite the drama of acting stupid when he already is, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show. So is Ding Dang's southern quote. He's slicker than our shit. Oh dear. <laughs> he reckons that describes the dealer who sold him the truck. On the other hand, most folks see Ding Dang coming. <laughs> Quite a few folks smell him coming too. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got Ned's sagacious moment for you. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think. And I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, my lovely listeners. So moving on from farm life in general for a minute, I've spent a couple of hours this week questioning the way folks are being conned by the recycling craze. Or what I call another big business you think is doing right when a lot of it is wrong. Of course, we're all concerned about the environment, but recently I read an article where a new study says that recycled plastic, particularly plastic bottles, are more likely to leach harmful chemicals into the product inside than the new bottles are. Yep, some of them chemicals exceed the safety limits too, so basically you're doing the right thing, but as usual, industry doesn't care either way. The recycling process is dirty, and it's not done right. So in trying to help the planet, you're poisoning yourself. So the problem is simple. As always, someone is using the recycling label in just about everything that says recycled to cut corners and make profit regardless of who it harms. Oh dear. If they want us to be accountable, they need to meet us on the same terms. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and you to swinger old Fred's home is still the oddest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night. It's called Do You Know Fred? Sometimes I wish I didn't. <laughs> It's the same old thing every week. Bring a bottle, bring your wife or girlfriend and potluck dishes for that free-flowing buffet. 
Fred mingles with like-minded swingers. That's his potluck experience. And old Lonnie eats his way through stacks of free food, which this week included barbecued boa constrictor fresh from the Everglades. (laughs) So when Saturday night finally rolled round, Fred told me this week's theme was the swingers and roundabouts party. Oh dear. Yep, Fred reckons his plan is to attract a more interesting bunch of swingers. Well, they do say what you gain on the swings, you lose on the roundabouts. <laughs> but not when it comes to Fred's parties, of course. No, I don't want to try the swinging and I always feel sick on the roundabouts. Well, I always tell the wife Elsie anyway. Either way, I headed home pretty fast too. Oh dear. <laughs> Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old rather old Nan, the miserable old crew herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. (laughs) This time old Nan remembers old Dennis the Dentist's death. Yep, that's the tongue twist, all right, and I'm sure you're more concerned about your teeth right now. <laughs> anyway, death is me old mother's maiden name, but her family likes to pronounce it the to make it sound better. But as you know, by now, I call him the death, so back to old Dennis the dentist death, eh? <laughs> yep, it's far from an ancient art this time, but not something you'd really want a death in charge of either. <laughs> Oh dear, yep. For starters, like most deaths, old Dennis enjoyed a liquid lunch. Well, to be honest, he usually had three liquid-only meals a day. Mostly scotch and soda, that was, yep. Add to that, he suffered from a couple of nasty problems. The first was deafness. Yep, spelled with an F, not a TH this time. And the other was less ailment and more disaster. Yep, he didn't know his left from his right. Yep. So teeth were being pulled from every direction. Oh dear. He couldn't hear the poor old patients complaining either. Yep. But once word got out, old Dennis just became a travelling dentist instead. (laughs) Yeah, so doubtless over time, he was responsible for more than just a few imperfect smiles. (laughs) It was an happy ending. Well, let's just say for the patients anyway. Yep. He didn't hear that express train approaching when he was trying to cross the track either. Well, there's another death to cross off the endless list. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. Are you every Wednesday? You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of the road books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. (laughs) Okay then, I've ended up with just one odd book this time around. It's called Learn to Fly in Just One Week by I Wing It Jr. It's a long title and a highly disturbing book. Oh dear, well, 
you just got to see the wacky ideas. <laughs> and this is no book for wannabe pilots. Oh no, it's about flying. Yep, you heard me, flying only without a plane. <laughs> Apparently the author has dreamed up a bunch of inventions to help you fly without an aircraft. Do-it-yourself wings, great spots to try out your skills. For beginners, great spots for the more advanced flyer too. That's right, anything from a ladder to a high cliff. So back to the book. Mm, I thought it was either a gaffe or total madness. But when I got to the warnings and caveats on the back page, I knew it was for real. Mm. Well, I'm saving this one for now. Yep, I'm going to gift it to the first person that annoys me next week. (laughs) Well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. I've got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're visiting Nigeria and it's another tasteless distasteful revolting foodie one another disgusting delicacy from around the world oh dear i'm talking about bush meat yeah there's a bunch of so-called delicacies like it and they come under the same heading really basically it's wild stuff you'd never see in your grocery store or come to think of it want to see either Mm. porcupine monitor lizards bush dogs and cats some of the things they like to eat over there yep and the list goes on and on just about everything that walks around the jungle ends up in the bush meat market oh dear <laughs> this is ned natter here with the ned natter radio show i am here every wednesday but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm on his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. So how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nenat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message you have messages well hello Ned this is Nigel Ponce calling you from England your brother Buck said he was jonesing for a drink this week yes it does sound absolutely ridiculous anyway Ned can you tell me what on earth he's talking about as I haven't a clue all I want to know is whether he's trying to keep up with the Joneses Back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much, old chap. Goodbye. 
You know, I just love the way he introduces himself on me voicemail as if I actually know someone else that sounds just like him. <laughs> oh dear, anyway, let me translate for you, Nigel. This time Buck says he was jonesing for a drink. Of course, Nigel, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, I'd say it's a weird expression, yeah. But totally different from what you'd imagine. Buck doesn't even know the Joneses, so no worries there. But he means he's craving... A drink, Nigel, yeah. But I'd be careful because the expression is an old one relating to Mr. Jones, yeah. The code word for heroin. Mm. But on the other hand, if it's plain old vodka, Buck craves that around 25 hours a day. (laughs) Anyway, hope that makes some kind of sense to you. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me and commentating neighbor Russia's Stonewall Jackson Fram again this week to listen to a lot of hot air and gas, yet he's the guy with about the same size carbon footprint as your average coal mine. Add to that, it's all in snippet-sized instalments, yet with a weak bladder, Russia's always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> Only this week, Rush had taken a quick drive to Tennessee to see the trouble and strife. Yep, it was his biannual trip to see the wife. (laughs) So I called him on his latest state-of-the-art smartphone instead, in the hope of getting Rush's little feature again. It's called Rush Recalls, and he's not just talking about his private hopes for the Democrats either. No, he's looking back at past events. Oh dear, well this time you remind me of how he's having trouble with it. Yep, the phone. (laughs) Since Dub Dumping that reliable old flip phone, Rush's life is in a complete tangle. Yeah, he says it's because the socialists built all the cell phone towers in Tennessee. (laughs) And none of them work properly. Yep, that's Rush's blanket statement for everything he don't like. (laughs) Oh, well, of course, with Rush, there's not much happening with a one-sided debate. Also, Rush was keen to forget that his new phone has a mute button. (laughs) And he can hear me but I can't hear him. Oh, well. Once Rush gets recalled to Florida next week, we'll try the more reliable approach, eh? Yep, our usual face-to-face meeting. Add to that, he usually doesn't manage to say much more anyway before he excuses himself with that standard old statement. That's right. Great excuse to bail on me early. Gotta go. Oh, dear. Rush has always got to go. And flush. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour, young Alice Jones, invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit-down. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Young Alice was in an unhappy mood this week when I visited her. Yeah, she didn't get an animal adoption at all for that growing sanctuary of hers. Oh no, but she knows it's spring all right. Yeah, a little ranch is already overrun with mosquitoes. Yeah, not the kind of pets anyone really wants. Yeah, see the adjoining farm is breeding them fast in a couple of stagnant water tanks. Oh dear. On the other hand, she reminded me of how we should all take more notes of the wonders of nature and baffled me again 
was a really bizarre statement right out of the blue, yeah? Although we hate mosquitoes, they are still an important part of the food chain. Interesting, eh? But I still hate them. <laughs> Mind you, on the other hand, bats, birds and dragonflies would be totally lost without them, wouldn't they? Anyway, as always, Alice's Coffee Cake and Company was reliably nice. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, my lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> Well, first up, I got a call from Melinda in Melbourne. Yeah, Australia again. Yeah, she called me to chat about this really odd story about emailing trees. <laughs> yes, I began to wonder too. Yeah, but it's what happened a few years back that caused an odd phenomenon over there in Oz. Yeah, see, thousands of trees were dying in a bad drought, so the city decided to map all the trees and give each one of them a special ID number on that map, yeah, so the locals could let the city know if the trees were under the weather in any way. Well, even though they're always under the weather, I suppose. <laughs> each tree was given its own email address too. So a few people started to email the trees rather than see. <laughs> Obviously, there's nobody else in their lives. In the first few years, the trees got 5,000 emails. Hmm, I wonder how much of that was junk. <laughs> My second item comes from Candy in Canada. She told me about a recent study that blows the lid off the whole medical marijuana argument. Yeah, that's right, cannabis. Apparently it fails to treat pain, depression or anxiety. But it does cause the user to develop an addiction. That's news, isn't it? <laughs> Yep, causing a cannabis use disorder, yeah. Which apparently leads to even more problems in that person's life. Well, I never. I tried to ask me ding-dang farmhand. <laughs> I tried to ask me farmhand ding-dang. Actually, about this. Yeah, he's a regular cannabis user. But unfortunately, I spoke to him late in the day. Oh dear. He was already too stoned to answer me. <laughs> My final caller came right out of the blue. Yeah, it was from Johnny in Johannesburg. Yeah, he called me to tell me about a new company that's building little houses shaped like spheres. It's that new, you know, favourite subject of little houses. Yeah, they reckon that they don't need foundations either. Gutters for the rainwater. And the entire thing was originally designed as a treehouse. <laughs> Of course, they're spouting the fact it's very green to the building here. Yeah, the designers have obviously never seen an hurricane. <laughs> definitely move you to a new location in a hurry, wouldn't it? Yep, it'll be so environmentally friendly, it'll be blown out to sea. Where it'll add to the plastic pollution. And then, of course, the designers will be able to blame, as always, climate change for that little problem too. Oh dear. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious combat agent, 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week. 
and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> well, he's definitely on topic with this one. Anyway, here goes. Here at Critter Disposal Services Florida Inc. doing business as we torch them. Yep, we've definitely got the cheapest and most effective way of ridding your property of pesky mosquitoes and fast. So go to our website today at throwinflamesfor50years.org and find our latest deals. We keep it real here and sympathise with your seasonal bloodsucker problems. Book our one-of-a-kind service today and save on repellent this year. But wait, that's not all. Our national sales manager, I Torchum Jr., has a special offer and just for Ned Nat Show listeners. Yep, with every flame-cleared acre, get another absolutely free. And you can't beat a deal like that. So visit us today and remember our motto. If we don't get them, nobody will. You know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. Yep, it... I'm just checking out the small print here and they say they're not liable for anything that gets in the way of the flamethrower. Oh well. <laughs> don't call them to get your house treated or your barn then, yeah? If you want my advice, don't call them at all. Yeah. Stick with a repellent or enjoy a good old itch and scratch until winter. Yeah, it's not nicer, but it's far safer. Oh dear. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, me show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all, me lovelies. And on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farm as are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. Shite matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednatter.com. Yep, they're all safe as podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive. And don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> the Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.